Welcome to This Is Ibrox and we're very happy to be rolling out a brand new feature tonight on our podcast and all of the relevant podcast channels that you can see um, all our usual stuff on. This evening we are starting with uh, One Night at Ibrox, which is a brand new feature as we say and we are really pleased tonight to welcome someone on who to this day, we still speak about seeing one of the best midfield performances at Ibrox in recent times. And we're really pleased to be joined by Gaika Mendieta. Hi, Gaika. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Very good. How are Thanks. you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for, for sparing us an hour or so um, to speak about um, a wonderful night for Valencia and the first instance at Ibrox. But uh, your performance that night was, was quite mind-blowing. It was an excellent night for you. Well, you said it was still one of the nights that probably um, people in Scotland and mainly Rangers still talk about it, but I think it's still one of those nights that even for Valencia was very special in the way it was our first, uh, for most of us in the team, um, the first participation in the Champions League tournament. Um, and it was an incredible atmosphere. I think when we've talked about uh, previous games in the, in the, in the time I was there, uh, with some teammates, we still remember that night, one of the like amazing nights. Of course, we weren't in that help. I'm, I'm not sure we would have talked about it if it would have been this <laughs> <laughs> But the atmosphere, we will we'll probably talk about uh, about it a bit later, but it, it was an incredible night. Um, so like I said, for, for football players, or at least for me, that's what the sort of nights, the sort of games you, you want to be involved when you want to play uh, in, in, in historical um, in stadiums with, of course, supporters and fans uh, creating an incredible atmosphere. And that's what we found there, uh, the team, the, the stadium, the fans. It was, it was uh, unforgettable. So we'll come to that a little bit later on. I just I want to cover some um, career stuff that, that you've done. You had a really glittering career and, and played in um, three wonderful countries. Um, mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about how it started off with you. You obviously started at Castellon and Segunda and then got that, that big money move to Valencia. Well, not, not, that, not that big money compared to... <laughs> The thing is nowadays, I was uh, 17, 18. I, I guess for a, a player that age, it was quite good money, but it, it was, I think, quite reasonable. Uh, of course, eventually it became one of the cheapest, <laughs> cheapest <laughs> signings Valencia probably did at the time. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a Castellón. I used to play holding midfielder, midfielder in the center, which I used to play and I, what I used to enjoy. I was very good physically, so I could cover a lot of pitch. Um, and I used to play quite simple, so didn't, but quite quite defensively. Uh, and I, I arrived to Valencia, and of course, 
the players that were there, the level was was something else. Uh, I was lucky to be involved quite a lot in that first season. I didn't play as much as I wanted, probably. But, of course, like I say, I look back now and, and the players that were there were, was incredible. I was lucky um, to, to participate as I did. And, and that was one of the reasons I went there. My dad was my agent at the time. And the reason choosing uh, chosen Valencia was it was close where my parents lived at the time in, in, in Benicassi, near, near Valencia. And also because it was a, a learning, of course, a learning uh, uh, idea where with these uh, international coaches, great coaches, international and national players at the level that I would be surrounded by, uh, I, would, I would improve, of course, technically. Like I said, I could run, no, a problem, I could, <laughs> I could run forever. <laughs> But I needed to improve a lot on my on my technical skills, and that's why I, I did, and that's why we chose that. And and it was, of course, uh, not only because of what happened later, yeah. but my progression in those chances was was incredible. So I was there in, in of course, Castellón. For those that don't know, it's a small small city, small town compared to Valencia, which was a big city. So it was a big change for me yeah. going to for a small a small city, big city, small club, big club. Um, but it was, yeah, it was exciting. So correct me if I'm wrong. Was it was it Ranieri that, that signed you for Valencia, Geica? It was the manager was Hiddink, right? Okay. Hiddink, which yeah, uh, and then the president was Arturo Tuzon, which stay for a couple of years, I think, and then they they changed it. But yeah, it was was Hiddink was the manager, which I think it was really good for us, the young players, because. Uh, Academy, Holland Academy, you know, we did extra training before the training session with the team to actually improve uh, technically uh, a group of about eight, eight, ten players from the B team and from the first team that we were still young. And, and that was incredibly helpful for me in the way I, I improved for, 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 because he didn't stay in the beginning, left and then came back. Right. Okay. Of course, that, that, that first time, that first two two years, uh, with Kevin was were, were very good. So in nineteen ninety nine, you you won mm. uh, the Copa del Rey, and and of course on your route to the final, you you came up against all the people you probably wanted to avoid: Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid. Um, but of course, you you swept them aside on your way to the final and eventually won it. Yes, I mean. If you want to win things, you have to play against the big ones eventually. And, and we, I think that's one of the the the, the signs of the, of the the trademarks of this the, the team that we were. We weren't scared of of anyone. We would play to our best to anyone. Uh, we had really big confidence in what we did, how we did it. We knew we had uh, individual talent as well as as a, as a team, especially. We were uh, very strong, and that's why we we could play against any team and, and and go there and try to do our best. And we actually, like you say, we not only in the cup but during the league those days: Barça, Madrid, Atlético Madrid, Atlético Bilbao, any any big team, Deportivo at the time it was uh, uh, a big team. Uh, we went, we weren't afraid or scared to play against any. We just knew we were our best. We we stood a chance for winning, and yeah, ninety nine. Was special because, like you said, we, we reached the final. We won it. We played one before 
think it was the year before or two, we lost it. Again, the Portivo. But mm-hmm. um, in 1999, yes, it was, it was our chance. So I want to speak to you about a goal that you scored at the new Camp. And you know exactly what I'm going to ask you, I'm sure. Um, everyone sees really, really sweet-struck volleys, whether it's throughout the world or just on the Sky TV. The, the volley you scored at the new Camp was one of the best, I think, any of us have ever seen. Um, talk us through that. Certainly spoiled the party. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, to to begin with, we never ever trained that. We never actually even talk about it. The training session or watching a game or anything, we we never actually speak about it. Which is maybe that's what it worked because <laughs> we never plan it. We never plan it. So I remember, yeah, being being. I used to be normally outside the box. And I look around me, and I didn't see anyone marking me or anyone here close. Um, so I, I, I didn't want to raise the attention of any of the Barca players, but I wanted to make eye contact with uh, Adrian Ili, which was the one taking the corner. So I think eventually we 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 had uh, we make um, we made eye contact, but I wasn't sure if if it was. So I was kind of I had to be ready, but maybe he didn't see me. Yeah, yeah. So as he kicked, as he kicked the ball, I see the ball coming to me. So of course, I'm like, oh, he's on. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, that's it. it's coming, it's coming this way. Um, all, all he was going through my head at the time, it was, don't put it in the third tire. Just, <laughs> just make sure it goes, it goes target. Because you know those, those sort of uh, kicks that you say it could go. Over the camp, no next city <laughs> would go put uh, a flag or yeah. you know. So all I was to make sure that I hit the ball. So my technique, my my body inclined, uh, my steady foot, a bit of on a bent knee. So making sure that I hit the ball at the right attitude, so it doesn't even go up. And it, and it was one of those that when I hit it. I wasn't thinking because I was just so focused on hitting the ball but in my head it was like I knew I, I hit it I didn't know if it was going to be a, the goal that it was eventually but I knew I hit it at the right place and it, it was going on goal it was going on target and then of course I see it going like rocks of corner and searching and the hit like the pose like <laughs> and trying, like I need to jump out this <laughs> coming quite strong I'm not sure I should put my head on um and then, of course, yeah, the goal. But that, that was sort of the process that I was thinking as the ball was coming. And, and when I saw it going in, it was like, just actually, that, that few seconds, I don't remember anything. I think it was just like... I, sh- I, sh- I should say for anyone that, that is, is watching this now, uh, as we and I, as, as you and I discuss it, I would urge you to jump on to any of your social media and, and just look for the goal. It is a wonderful, wonderful effort. Um, I think from... from I, I watched again tonight, just shortly before we spoke, and the thing that amazed me for a, a player that playing at the new camp to score a goal like that and just be absolutely silenced by the the, the lack of noise around you. The, the only thing you probably could have heard was your teammates congratulate you on on such a wonderful strike. But obviously, with scoring a goal like that at the new camp, must have been absolutely incredible. Yeah, it was like you say this scenario. I mean, you could score a goal like that. Training or I don't know another pitch. Of course, we're not not dismissing anyone, but scoring a goal like that at the camp, no. And then of course going through 
uh, it, it meant a lot. And of course, the, the, the scenario itself is already uh, rewarding enough uh, to, to even score that goal. And I think that's also because it's helped to, to become the, the, the goal that is still nowadays uh, some people talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. So, still with Valencia, um, and we need to bring it up, two Champions League defeats back-to-back. So, sadly, a, a winner's medal missing from your locker there. Well, of course, um, it's, it's tough. It was tough. Still, it's tough thinking about them that have played a team like Valencia at the time that never really played that competition. And uh, all of a sudden, we played two finals in a row. Uh, uh, I, when I think now, I think it was a, a remarkable achievement what we did reaching those two finals. Uh, I, I say with a, with a, um, with a small mouth because, of course, <laughs> I, I hate, I hate losing, of course, and I hate losing, uh, finals, especially. Cool. But I think for a club like us, it, it was, it was an incredible achievement. And then we have to, as a club, as a, as a fan, as the players that we were involved at the time, we, we have to see that as, uh, as a, as a great moment for the club because I think it was he raised the level of the club and the players to to a different level by by playing two finals, um, especially the second one in the in the way we played. In the first one, I watched that game years after, and you, you we could not argue, you know, like oh, you know, we should have won it. Madrid was better than us. They were in a urgency to win it because they would have been out of Europe so it would have been a disaster and they shown that uh, at that game they were better than us it's yeah. as simple as that but it's the other one that we, we, we play very well which is the game again years after we play so well we score first they made the penalty and the penalty we, we always felt in control for, for in that game that I think when you play that well, when you feel in control, when you feel you, had it, you you are so close, of course you're not thinking of we want to win it, but you you as, as you as you continue to play and you're playing, you're thinking things are going well, uh, and then not winning it. That's that's I think beyond the, the fact that it was on penalties, the the, the fact that they, we played so well, it is probably what it hurt uh, a lot as well. Awesome. So your your reputation as as one of Europe's leading midfielders continues to grow and grow and grow and in 2001 there is interest from Italy and you moved to, to Lazio. Was that something that moving to Italy was something you'd, you'd always considered as part of your career? I, I get the impression you were quite happy at Valencia for the period of time you were there. Yeah, I had, a, I had a, well the club had offers for me to leave before that. I never wanted to leave. I was happy, I was captain. Like I said, I, I got the 17-year-old, 18-year-old as a player and it took me many years to achieve what I wanted to achieve with Valencia, with trophies, finals, etc. Uh, but as well, at the same time, in my, in my mind as a player, as a person, I wanted to experience football to, to its maximum. Uh, so that meant, of course, taking up on, on challenges like going to other countries. Absolutely. Uh, like Italy at the time was... Uh, uh, the strongest, one of the strongest leagues in the world. That's what I went eventually later to to England. That's what I, I would have liked to continue to play and experience football in many other in many other countries. So Italy, I had it in my head 
And after after ten years, ten ninety something years at the club, I thought it was my time to to move on uh, with my career. Um, it was uh, probably one of the toughest decisions I had to make to to decide to leave Valencia. Of course, it was uh, a mutual consent with the club. It was the right time for the club to, of course, get get big money for my transfer as well as for me to, to continue my career and, and, and taking up on, on new challenges. And, and so I knew it was going to be difficult because I, I knew the players had been there. Italian football was, was complicated for, for our style of football, but I was, I was mentally and physically prepared to, to go, go there and do it. And, and that's, that's the main reason I, I went. So obviously as a, as a, as a huge Rangers fan, um, you're, you're very aware of the, the rivalry and, and, Glasgow and how fierce it is more often than not. Uh, you must have experienced that when, when you went to Rome with, with the sort of Roma guys and the Lazio guys. Yeah, because, as you know, Valencia is different sort of with Levante and Valencia. So the, that rivalry wasn't as heated as, of course, Renzi, Celtic, yeah. and, 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 and nevertheless, Lazio won, which was unfortunate. We lost... Uh, the one playing as as uh, away team, we lost badly against them, and there was some disaster incidents in the training ground. Uh, apart from that, the, it was incredible. I mean, the passion, the fans behind us, the, the the banners on the on the on the stands. It was one of the best atmospheres I've I've, I've been involved in in, in terms of <laughs> before the game finished. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> But it was it was unbelievable, uh, like you say, because it's such a a heated, uh, such a huge rivalry between Roma and Roma and Lazio. So, do you look back on your time in Italy with uh, maybe a little bit of disappointment that you weren't there for for longer than what you were actually there? Yeah, absolutely. Because again, my idea was to be there for as long as my first contract, original contract, was. For the same reason, I've, I've been continuing in my career. I wanted to go there and. Then Win trophies, uh, individual, do well, collectively, be successful. That's, that's that's what I always wanted to do, and didn't happen. So of course I wasn't happy with that. Um, I take part of the responsibility, but I think there was more factors that that uh, beyond myself that that didn't help in the whole thing. Situations not to not to work out in the way everyone wanted. Uh, I didn't think I play enough to 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 take the opportunity to settle into the team which it was almost like uh, I think it was six, seven, six, seven, eight new players that, that year, that season so a lot of things that needed to, to give time to settle not only myself and it didn't uh, as we know football uh, doesn't have much much patience um, but yeah uh, it wasn't it wasn't the, the ideal season as, as I would have liked So you're at Lazio and and Things by your own admission maybe aren't going going to plan, uh, and a wonderful opportunity comes up for you to move back to Spain for a for a loan period with with Barcelona. Tell us a little bit about that and how that move came about. Yes, uh, of course. After that season, uh, I, I wasn't happy how things went. Not only personal level, club, uh, team, etc. So I didn't really want to risk another season being similar because. That one already was did a lot of damage, so I, I was looking for opportunities. I wasn't uh, definitely wanted to leave, but I was exploring other options 
that would have uh, brought me back to, to to play regularly and and of course to to win trophies etc. And and Barca came across. Van Hal really wanted me to go there and 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 play in the club. Of course, the class the club was happy for me to go, uh, but especially that uh, Van Hal wanted me was key. The fact that the manager wants you to go there, you know, uh, you have the confidence, the trust to 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 be there, and of course, uh, give you the time if it was required. And I went there, and I really enjoyed. It. Although it was quite um, an unstable year, we had three three managers, three presidents. I think again, looking back now, it was a year of transition in the club. Uh, then arrived Laporta with um, uh, the manager. He's going to my head now. Anyway, the Dutch, the Dutch, you're the Dutch uh, uh, manager. I and new players arrived. Reinhardt, yes, exactly, yes. Reinhardt arrived there, and um, so yeah, that season wasn't again uh, uh, in terms of, of club of the team. We, we expected it. But individually, I was very happy uh, after that season in Italy. It went really well, played in different positions, but um, I think overall, uh, it was a good season for, for me. But like I said, it was a transition year in the club, so I was alone, and the club said, we are restructuring the, the, the team, the club, and and the, the guys like like me, that we were alone, were the first to leave, with no option to stay, obviously. So I'm I'm fascinated to know what the the general expectation is of a, a Barcelona football player. You know I mean, you're talking about a brand that's known all around the world. Did you feel a a different sort of pressure on your shoulders from playing even with Lazio in Italy to playing with Barcelona in Spain? No, no, because for me going back to Barca, it was easy. I mean, I knew that was my style of football. I knew I would I would settle straight away. Um, in the beginning, I played in a different position because Van Hal liked to play with full, like uh, long wingers, like like um, three at the back and, and, and the two left and right, up and down, yeah. which of course wasn't the best the best position for myself uh, because it required a lot of of, um, of running and, and 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 but not participating a lot or as much as I would have liked to. Uh, but still, uh, I. I in that, in that terms, I wasn't. I knew I would settle straight away because there was guys that played in the national team together. Uh, uh, so, so the, the fact, the fact of the philosophy and the pressure from the fans, that that wasn't the least of my concerns when I when I went to Valencia. It was more about giving my level and, 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 and giving what people wanted from me and the club wanted for me, than than actually worrying about that. that, that wasn't wasn't So after your um your your loan period at Barcelona comes to an end, the the opportunity mm-hmm. comes for you to move to English football, uh, and you, and you got to move to Middlesbrough with, with I think Brian Robson was in charge. Was he in charge initially oh, when you arrived? McLaren. 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 Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I went back to Italy because I was. Um, I belong. I still belong to 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 Lazio, but again, it was. I didn't want to stay there uh, and risk it. Uh, the new manager Manzini said, "You know, it will, it will be happy for me to stay." I knew with him probably I will have uh, uh, opportunities and and the style of football that he liked. Uh, it would have suited me, but 
when McLaren came with some members of the club to the to Rome to speak to me, uh, to be honest, I didn't think much about it in the beginning. But as the preseason uh, continued, I thought, well, maybe it's a chance to to give a 360 turn into my career, and rather than go to these big clubs and win trophies and etc., why not go to another club that is. Uh, uh, trying to achieve big things uh, and 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 help to of course win trophies, but make history, etc. And eventually, it became bigger and bigger the idea in, in my head about about uh, going to Middlesbrough. That's that's what happened. I had offers to go to the clubs. I didn't want to go back to Spain. I thought my 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 era in Spain was done after being Valencia and and Barcelona. Where else could have gone? I would have gone to Atleti Bilbao, which was the only thing I would have done. Yeah. But there was no opportunities to, or real opportunities to go there. So again, going to England was uh, uh, another thing that I was chasing, another challenge that I was chasing as a as a football player. And um, and I thought, well, let's let's, let's give it a chance. Uh, why not? The 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 the, the, the project. Uh, looked very exciting with a Juninho, Zenden, Boateng, uh, Southgate, uh, Max Schwarzer, goalkeeper. So we had plenty of talent, uh, Doriva. We really had a, a very good team. And, and, and I think I really enjoyed, uh, due to the players we had and the football of the style that we played. Uh, we won the cup the first year, uh, which was great for me, for a lot of people that I saw why Mendieta is going Middlesbrough? <laughs> <laughs> After being, you know, uh, so it was great winning that, qualifying for Europe the next two seasons, playing another final the third year yeah. against Sevilla. So that the three, three and a half, four years were were really good for for me or for, for the club. So it's funny you mentioned um, Bilbao. I, my wife and I have a friend that stays in Bilbao and. When I when I mentioned I was speaking to you tonight, and um, he said, "Ask him why you never ever signed for Bilbao." Yeah. Um, mm. But it sounds like the the opportunity just never came up for one reason or another. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I, like I said, I've said it many times. Yeah, I would have loved to play for them uh, at some point in my career, but um, I don't think the path never crossed at the right time for either me or themselves. Uh, but it's something that I would love to. Uh, not only because I'm from Bilbao, but also because the philosophy, the club, just playing with past players, yeah. uh, would have been great to to represent that. But unfortunately, never never occurred. And of course, you you represented the the Basque national team as well on half a dozen or so occasions, didn't you? Six six times was it? Yeah, six six seven. Yeah, we played several years. Yeah. And you've got full full honours from from under eighteen straight through to full international for Spain. So a, a super decorated career. Um, so we're really pleased that you've joined us on the on the chat tonight. Thank you very much. So we'll go back to what we're here to discuss, which ultimately is is one night Ibrox, and it's that night in October nineteen ninety nine when Valencia uh, travelled to to Glasgow to play Rangers. So it's Rangers have been drawn in the group stages with. Bayern Munich, uh, Valencia and, and PSV Eindhoven. First game of the campaign, uh, Rangers travel to the Mestalla and, and are beaten uh, one nothing yeah. across there. Um, and we've got a, a game against Bayern Munich at Ibrox the following 
sorry, match day two, if you like, which we draw, come out really well in a, in a double header um, with with PSV Eindhoven. The game at, at Ibrox, which won four one, was was fantastic stuff. And then we welcome uh, you guys to to Ibrox. And um, I I honestly say when when we speak about um, memorable memorable performances at Ibrox, um, when anyone speaks about the the Valencia game at Ibrox, they they instantaneously um, sort of pick on 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 your performance that night. Um, of course, you you were lucky enough to score. I say lucky; it was, it was quite a it was a decent effort. Um, what, what what can you what can you remember ab- about the the sort of run up to the game? We we speak really proudly about our our football stadium with the red yeah. brick facade, etc. Can you remember yeah. much about about yeah. that night and just travelling to Ibrox before the game started? Yeah, I remember. Like I said, it was our first time for myself and, and many players. Champions League, and I remember especially that first time, like enjoying and loving every single game. Um, the thing is that I remember particularly about that game, um, which of course arriving to the stadium, like you say, uh, a historical stadium where, where I was so exciting to play and to be and to be there because what we represent in terms of football, uh, global football. Uh, uh, I was like, I mean. Sometimes when you go to some some places, you have to find your way to motivate yourself with, with for different reasons. But I think that night we were motivated just the fact that we were playing there. And I remember that the facade, the tunnel, getting to the dressing room, and then what I remember, of course, the tempo was so high, it was so intense again from the beginning, which of course you you guys benefited, tried to benefit from it. <laughs> um, and the, the next thing I, I remember, like clearly, like so clearly, like if it was last week, I remember um, half time we go back to the dressing room. Like, come on, guys, you know, like we've we've survived the first forty five minutes. Uh, we need to continue. We need to try to uh, have more more of the ball, control a bit more of the game because they're really pushing and it's difficult, etc. So I remember we start to come out the dressing room and we wait in the tunnel. Yeah. And we start to hear this noise, <laughs> and we were like looking to each other, like 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 saying, "We we're winning, right? <laughs> we 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 right? Because sounds like these guys are winning five nil. <laughs> like, like so, we, we it's it's, it's us like how the fans were so noisy from behind the team. And it was incredible, and of course, coming out. And, and and even being louder, and and then with the, when Rangers came out, even even louder than than, than it was. It was uh, incredible atmosphere at, 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 to be on the pitch. Um, and then I remember a couple of free kicks. I mean, the noise was outstanding. Was like I said, we still talk about it like one of the nights and the games. But, but I remember that being in the channel, like literally, like. We we probably fine. What's going on here? A couple of things I I remember about the night. Um, I remember uh, obviously Lopez's goal um, to go two two nothing up just before uh, half time. But I also remember the the boy Angulo that played for Valencia on the night, who I, th- I I thought was excellent. And generally, I felt was someone who was quite underrated as a footballer. I thought he was brilliant that night as well. He, he he's, I think he is. He's underrated because not only for us, then play Villarreal, he's from Gijón, 
but it was an amazing play. He, actually, he played right back, left back, right and left midfielder, wow. but he was a striker. Yeah. Uh, as a striker, was I mean, he didn't stop running. He had goal because as a striker, he, he could score goals. Uh, and it was incredible. And yeah, that, that you mentioned it, I remember that. He was really good for us and, uh, on my night. And, yeah. So as I, as I as I said earlier on, we had a we had a really good uh, tournament. Um, do you think when when the draw was made, were Rangers sort of looked at perhaps as the whipping boys of the group a little bit? So almost we're travelling to no. Scotland, so we should be okay there. No, actually, when we look at the group, we I think we were the the. We felt the weakest ones. We felt the ones right. that could actually go out because by the minute PSB, the PSB that it was at the time is of course not, not the PSB now. Yeah. Uh, by Munich, I mean the group was was really tough. Yeah. And I think that uh, that was good for us because we felt, of course, we needed to be our best in every in every game because we were playing about biggest clubs in in Europe in the world. Yeah. And we had to play. And I think it gave us a lot of confidence the first game at Mestalla. Because we played very well against against you. Uh, and I think that gave us a lot of self-esteem and, and belief that, that you know, yeah, you guys, you history and you are who you are, but we still have a say in it. We are, like I said earlier, we did the things right as we had to. We, we could be anyone. But of course, we have to do it. And, and now we... we not, not at all. We we felt looking at the, the that probably PSV and us we but we never considered Rangers as one of the the weakest on the on the on the, the group. So I'll ask you about the goal that you scored. Uh, the chap that you had playing at left back, whose name escapes me, uh, throws in a, a ball to sort of round about left back area, and you swing your left foot out, and just by chance it sails by our goalkeeper in the net. Um, it was it was a wonderful goal, and, and as I say that night, it, it really sort of it was the the cherry on top of a really good cake for Guy Commendieta. Yeah, you were excellent that night. Yeah, and I think also for the team, I think that goal was like because like, for the whole game we were like like really struggling and suffering. The, the tempo, the intensity, the, the the atmosphere being incredible, and we didn't manage to control the game as we would have liked to. So that goal was like. Now we, you know, we're starting to to believe that we might we might make it. Uh, yes, and I remember, I think it was Piojo made a cross, Lopez, uh, yeah. and come inside. And actually, when I when I when I went to kick it, I was gonna go like full full volley, like really strong, but because the defender was so tight and so close to me. When I'm kicking it, he kind of put his head, his, sorry, his leg to, of course, trying to stop it. So I couldn't kick it all the way, like, as, as you would do with the movement. So I had to be like, like a bit less power and a bit more trying to, to, to go in direction rather than, than power. And that's why I, I thought, just try to put it across. Uh, not much power, but just put it across. Um, yeah, it went in. But, but it was, yeah. <laughs> but to be honest, because it didn't have that much power that I wanted to put it in, I wasn't very sure that, that was actually going to go in. Uh, but eventually. 
So you speak about the the the, the noise that the Ibrox generates, yeah. almost acting as a as a as a twelfth man. Um, from someone coming to to play in Glasgow, perhaps for the first time, uh, that that must literally be quite an experience for someone walking out onto that sort of cauldron of just white noise surrounding you from the minute you, you step onto the grass. It must be must be quite an experience. Yeah, it was. Like I said, we still talk about it sometimes. And, and, but it was the, the whole thing. Since the moment we get there, uh, the stadium itself, the fans being, being around the stadium very early, uh, noisy, even after the game, like when the game finishes, how the fans clapped their own players in, in the way they did. And I think we felt, uh, I might be wrong, but I think we felt even in, in, in somehow the respect to us in the way we we qualify, but they, you know, like like when you put two two big teams uh, playing at the best and and, and 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 the best the best one wins, uh, the sport does, and, and, and recognizing that, I think, like I said, the whole two more longer two or three hours that we were at the stadium, it was it was incredible. I like, like that is something I always liked, even. Uh, Eventually, the reasons coming to to England and playing the Premier League is the respect that British fans you have guys for for yeah. for players and from, from clubs and the history and and that's that's something you sense uh, and we sense from the moment we go to the hotel with the fans that were there uh, uh, for pictures or autographs or whatever it was and the moment we left the stadium to the bus the same and I mean. You sense that respect for for the players that that you don't get in many 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 places. Yeah. Whether you win or you lose, because we know when you win, of course, everyone is like you know wants wants everything from you. But when you lose, not everyone is there to 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 cheer you and to uh, cherish you and, and 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 trying to lift your mood up as as, as they would. Absolutely, that that campaign. Um, we were actually flying in that campaign. We, we had a really good, a really good sort of six games. Yeah. I felt that, as I say, the double header against uh, PSV Eindhoven was was quite something. Uh, the, the the game at Ibrox was was fantastic. They were kitted out. I'm sure Van Nistelrooy played with them uh, back then. Um, yeah, yeah. But when Van Nistelrooy was there, and who was um, in Goku, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Our our last game um, was in Germany when we had to we had to do something against Bayern Munich, and um, I think for for Rangers supporters, it'll be known as the night that that uh, Michael Moles was was quite seriously injured by Oliver Kahn. Um, but we, <laughs> I, I actually we we des- I felt we we deserved to to progress from that group um, based on the. Probably the two PSV performances and two really, really yeah. good performances against Bayern Munich. Um, I think Valencia were actually the, the the team that we struggled against the most. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I would I would not. I mean, I didn't want to go eyebrows to 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 play and and if it would have been the last game to actually qualify, not a good place to go. But neither is this in Germany. You know? Yeah, and you see with these big teams like Munich, Barca, Madrid. Normally they go like steady. They start not very good, but when they have to win, they have this thing. Like I said before, in the with Madrid final, they have this thing that click on and off. And when they have to win, they got this this gene that just just the mentality. Just yeah, I think it's the mentality. Yeah, and, and, and you gain that obviously 
with 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 the players, with the team, with the history, etc. And and we play there, and we kind of, like I said, we were we, we felt great that we didn't have to go there to to play for the qualifier. Sure. Do do you keep? Have you been ever been back to Ibrox since that that night in nineteen ninety nine? I think I've been watching. Did Barca play there? Barca I know they play Celtic, yeah. but I think Barca did play like of course after after retired. Um, and I think I went there to watch them one one or twice. I think. I remember, I think I've been a couple of times there. Yeah, whenever uh, Barca is play in in UK or, or Scotland, I've always tried to Try and check go them and out. See. I think I've I've been I've been there twice in in Ibrox. So that brings us quite nicely on to um, what. Guy Mendieta is doing now from either a, a coaching perspective or a sort of media involvement perspective. Give us a clue about what you're up to just now. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm lucky to do quite a few things. I, I mainly I do things for La Liga as an ambassador. Uh, so now we'd be from home. We used to travel a lot to to any any country with partners, broadcasters that that. Um, with La Liga, so to explain what La Liga does, all the different projects, what La Liga means, to try to bring La Liga closer to La Liga fans, and vice versa, and that's that's what takes most of the time. Then, for Barca, I do as also ambassador and, and UEFA for different events. Then, legend, which means playing games either for La Liga, Barca, or or any legend games that that may may happen anywhere in the world. I do some TV, some punditry. Uh, I've done for, for different for different broadcasters. Uh, well, I do a bit of DJ when I can. A lot, a lot of music, and I started to to do DJ when I finished playing. Good. Uh, and then got different different sort of uh, investments. I go. Well, actually, I have. I'm a shareholder of a group, a restaurant. We have one in Glasgow, uh, Iberica. You know, you've, you've you've heard of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. All right, we have uh, nine in UK and, and one in Glasgow. Um, and then I have my my coaching badges. Uh, I have B and A. I want to get my pro. I just finished a uh, a master with UEFA and and and, and sporting administrator, uh, sporting director sort of thing. So I'm I'm preparing myself, educating myself, and be ready for whatever may may come at any time. Do you see yourself going into coaching at all? Is that the plan? I I I something I would like to give it a go. I would like to try it. Whether if it's a coach, whether if it's in the in the sporting sporting director, sporting decision making. Uh, uh, Part of the of the of the, of the, of the club, uh, but yeah, it's something that, that definitely I would I would like to try and experience. Good. Just before I let you go, and this is probably an easy question: um, in each of the three countries that you've played in, who would you say is the best player you've played with? The best player I've played with. Yeah, I've played with many. That's why I'm saying it's hard to pick one. I've been lucky to to play with many players. Um, well, one that it, it wasn't there for long, but it, it was something else, something special. It was for Mario. 
he was at Valencia for not very long, but it was uh, it was like, like phenomenal. yeah, phenomenal. Like again, I don't think our style that's what didn't stay long because our style didn't really suit him. Uh, it came with Valdano, but then Valdano left straight after, and Richard Agonais joined the club. Of course, we were a bit more physical and. <laughs> he didn't enjoy that. <laughs> uh, but, he, uh, but yeah, but he, he, he watching training, we were like, like, was this guy? It was like, <laughs> out of the play, PlayStation sort of thing. So maybe probably him. Good. Well, listen, Guy Comendetta, I, I really appreciate your time tonight. Uh, I've, no I've enjoyed having, having 40 minutes or so of your time. Um, I really appreciate it. Thanks very much. Pleasure. Really enjoyed talking to you and all the best for the future, guys. Is it so hard to get by? Is the earth clean on the side? Adolescence keeps up inside flies. I'm better